Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, how are my levels looking over there? How oh, your look- levels are good, bro. They're looking good. Great. Levels are good. Uh, yeah. Well, how are your nog levels? Have you had any <laughs> nog yet? Uh, no nog yet. Uh, holding out for the nog. Um, slow moving into the nog, not always nogging it up. You know, I wanted to get my blood panel back, uh, from my doctor visit before I decided how hard I could nog right. this season. Um, I, no news is good news usually, right? They call you yeah. if something, so I think I'm, I'm nog, I'm cleared for nog. Cleared for nog? You're like, you're, you're, you're a green light on the nog scale? I think so. Yeah. And like, like the full force kind, like full frontal nog. Uh You know what I'm saying? Uh Like Uh no, no silk nog, no almond nog, no coconut milk nog, like full eggs and buttercream. Just real hard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. Welcome to Cyber Podcast. Uh, I'm your host and uh, Nog fan, Andrea oh. Wallace. Oh, yeah. And I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. I think my blood pressure is looking good. <laughs> uh, and you guys, welcome to Cyber Podcast. Did I say that already? We might have. Today's been a day. It really has. <laughs> Regardless, wait. We both got our wigs tightened. That's we, what you're, um, yeah, it's a wig tightening day. It's one of those days that you have a day off, and then uh, at least I had a day off today, and then I was like, I have a million things to do. The off day, suddenly you're like, I'm working harder than I would on a work day, but that's that's how it goes. Um, I learned a lot about Twitch, wow, the Twitch platform today. Which, um, heads up, guys, I think Andrew and I should move over there and uh, do We're some live podcasting. The Twitch. I think I'm I'm ready to tease. You know what? You wish it into existence. Officially, consider yourselves. I think as, as our past guest Jaloid Spencer said, you claim it. You claim that shit. Yeah. So, Let's say it. We're going to get big we're on gonna, Twitch. We're going to twitch in. We're going to get Twitch. I like that. I think Sidework and One Star Podcast Network as a whole yeah. probably has a future on Twitch. Um, Much better than the iTwitch that I had for like a week and a half that fi- finally went away. I was like, yeah, we I do- don't know why it's happening. I mean, I know it's like stress or maybe you're drinking too much caffeine. And I was like, I feel like I've done all the things to like push this out of my body. But for a good week and a half, like my left eye was just like twitching all day. It gets strained, stress. It can be vitamin deficiency sometime, mm-hmm. which will cause it. And you might have a cacophony of all three happening. <laughs> it's true. I might have a hot storm uh, in my body causing nothing but eye twitches. Yeah. Which is no fun. But we still got merch no matter what, eye twitches or not. We got some lovely merch just in time for the holiday season. Y'all, um, 
I would get going on that if I were you, if you wanted to ship in time. Yeah, there are delays. There are delays. You know, we had planned to send it via cargo ship. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. No matter what we do, we intend for our merchandise to be delivered via cargo and cargo container. And those aren't, they're not doing well historically this year. Um, No, but really, I think this might be pretty, we're getting close to the date where I, if you wanted to give it as a gift for someone, Probably getting close to where we can uh, mail it to you by good old December 25th. If not, you know, gifts can come whenever. Yeah. No big deal. Just in, if you're Who that kind Christmas of. Christmas to give a gift. I know. Look, when we're podcasting together, my dog is back in the room with us. Just like the old days. Winnie's so happy. She's like, I remember these smells. She's like, I, I remember lo- this. She's like, I love sitting on microphones and cords <laughs> and, <laughs> and knocking over your laptop. That's her true medium. Hi, Mama. Oh, now she's in the podcasting chair with me. It feels great. Um, but yeah, you guys check it out. We, you know, I I posted a little bit about our posters. So I will uh, you know, have some we'll have some Instagram posts uh as to remind you about the deliciousness of our beautiful established in 86th t-shirts. I did get a request personally for one to send as a gift. So that that's something. I wore mine the other day and got like tons of compliments. Really? I'm just gonna say. How it cute. It makes like, it's a curvy situation. Like it makes you it, look real cool. Yes. Okay. Wait, here's, here's a testament to it. When you got curves, sometimes you're like, Ooh, really? A ringer t-shirt, a ringer yeah, t-shirt? Yeah. No bueno. No, no. This one is. It si just, bueno. it like hugs it all the right mm-hmm. places. As someone who, like Brooke said, I am, I am that person she speaks of. I've always been like, oh. I look like a fat camp attendee. Um, and this <laughs> I do not <laughs> Listen, I'm in the, I, I've got like, I got jugs, honey. And so uh-huh. t-shirts in general are usually like, do I want to look like I'm made of nothing but jugs? Right. Or is this nothing gonna, but jugs. Nothing but jugs. With Brooke Van Poplin. <laughs> or is this going to accentuate that, but then also maybe tuck in where I, where I do have a waist, God damn it, as do you. Uh, yes, it's very true. Um, So buy some merch today, won't ya? Okay, Let's jump into some headlines. Um, I have a couple uh, today. First one. Now, I was like, did we cover this topic before? I'm, I'm blanking on it. No, it no. sounds like something we would talk about, but so we have not. This is KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, bringing back, bringing back, which means it's existed for a minute. The 11 Herbs and Spices Fire Log. Like a Yule Log. Like a Yule Log for the holiday season. Now... It is specifically the Envirolog, which is your they, jam. I almost I almost called it out earlier to be like, you know that's my log. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, that's my log. Girl, that's my log I burn. <laughs> um, I first of all, may I do product okay, listen, sponsors in 2022. Claim it. <laughs> Claim Enviro- it. Say it out loud. Make it your own. Envirolog, do a paid partnership with Sidework Podcast. I do love them. You know, listen. Fresh cut chopped wood. Andrea doesn't mean fire pit. I've done it that way too. Mm-hmm. You smell like mm-hmm. a goddamn wildfire. A whole damn juniper tree got knocked over in the windstorm two weeks ago. Oh, and wow. they cut all the wood up and was like, take as much as you want. Oh, that's Brian Lucas loaded up the Prius three times. I think the spirit of his father, R.A.P. Gary Lucas, invoked him. Wow. And he was like, must pile up wood Dude. for winter. It truly like must take free wood. Um, 
Listen, I like free wood. I'll take it. Uh, but the Envirolog for someone looking for um, a cleaner, yeah. less stinky, less burn. not so smoky. It's somehow it's made out of recycled materials that don't harm you. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like plastic and metal <laughs> that you're burning, but it's it's more like paper. Uh, some other like cork yeah, boards, maybe sawdust, yeah, goofy shit like that. But I do love the Envirolog. I stand by them, and now they have partnered with KFC. Now they have sprinkled on eleven herbs and spices, secret herbs and spices. You still won't know what's gonna go on those. So uh, what you're saying is, when I burn this in my backyard it's fire pit, smell like Kentucky Fried Chicken, a bucket of fried chicken. Correct. That's wild and i'm getting one. totally wild <laughs> i might have already bought us each one that might there might already be absolutely let me know if you did so way. that i can i did there is one coming your yes! way so don't worry about it okay this will be an ongoing process through the holiday season we'll have to check in and let everybody know well some fire logs we should absolutely like. do a quick stream or at least a photo or video when we are sitting around the bucket of KFC chicken. Yeah. Uh burning in the backyard. Um and apparently if you buy one, I know I shouldn't I should gift I them. can't believe I'm advertising this, but if you buy one on Walmart, you like get entered in a contest and you could win a once in a lifetime KFC themed vacation. <laughs> I don't know. I just need a vacation. I don't care if it's KFC. Yeah, you can go to the KFC Fire Log Cabin and featuring four bedrooms, multiple open living spaces, a theater room, and a built-in bar. I mean, guys, get this on. This sounds it. like a regular cabin to me, unless everything is made out of drumsticks. That I mean, or like if you can, like you know, uh, everything is edible somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. which I'd be, I'd be like, ooh, like a fucking mattress made out of mashed potatoes. I would not be against that. I mean, this is on par with like Brian sent me a photo of like a photo of fried chicken crocs, and then what are the what are the you know gibbets. about crocs gibbets? You decorate and them with were, gibbets. There were fried chicken gibbets of like fried chicken that you like stick on top of it, and then that's what people are doing to their feet these days. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, at some point we should make like a side work gibbet because chefs and restaurant staff do wear Crocs. And uh-huh. I think that's a next version of merch. Say it out loud to the universe. Gibbets. Side work podcast. Gibbets. Fuck Crocs. <laughs> Three years ago, that would just sound like alien speak. Um, <laughs> but remember. and Side right. work gibbets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it for myself to say what how Make alien gibbets talk would be. What croc- gibbets, 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 gibbets. Yeah, it's that's what they would just say over and over again to themselves. Next headline. Here we go. This uh, one. This uh, one was like, watch out, America. Yeah. <laughs> The best bars in the world list at 2021 has been revealed um, and turns out we're not the best. America's <laughs> not the best. Newsflash. Uh-oh. I think that can, you know, I don't think it's a huge a surprise. Um, Europe definitely is leading. Spain leading in Europe with the best bars. Um, some really fun ones here. I don't like getting into them. I mean, it's all Barcelona, well, London, Mexico City, Buenos yes. Aires. There is one in the United, no, two in the United States. Um, Cafe La Trova in Miami, and then Dante in New York City. Do you I know, know Dante. That's where that's where our guest worked. Oh fuck! That's that's always My Victoria's. Brain. Okay, our our guest who's coming up in just a few minutes. That's her bar. Of that course, it she is. is. So while she personally, you know, 
is so embarrassed to admit that she herself has never personally been awarded best bartender in the world, which, okay, that's a lot of people who have not won that award. Um, She has been a part of two rounds of winning best bar in the world because she's Dante's staff. Isn't that crazy? It's totally crazy. And I don't even know why it didn't sink in because that's me and that's how Andrea's brain works. Well, it's all very kismet. But the the thing is, um, it's been two years in a row, though, that the crazy London bar has won first place from what I was reading um, called like the Caton. Like oh, this, the, co- the Cotton Knot Bar. Yes. The con- Connaught Bar. Connaught Bar. Connaught is that bar. how you say it? Mm-hmm. That has I yet, cannot say I it correctly. Cannot. It's not uh, been unseated in the two years now. It's like to win best bar in the world two years in a row, number one, like that's pretty fucking baller and it makes me want to take a trip. Yeah, I I do think it's got to be like, I mean, you have to be dressed to the fucking nines at a place like this, I would imagine. And yeah. Things report. I'm, I want to. You can't wear like, your Crocs. You can't no, wear your maybe, KFC Crocs. Well, as the- an employee, I would imagine you have okay. to be. Unless they have a for specific uh, gibbets uh, themed night. <laughs> uh, gibbets and gin. Gin and gibbets. Gibbets cocktail evening. Um, for I, sure. Okay, so sidebar real quick. You know I'm like really struggling to figure out if I even give a shit about ever returning to comedy or producing a show or whatever. Immediately, my brain gets happy when I think of if I produce a show, I like to make people do things. And if it was like a Crocs only show (laughs) where for free admission or to attend at all, everyone in the crowd needs to be wearing Crocs. Absolutely. And that's the only way I'll perform. What a Croc comedy show. (laughs) Totally. Uh, You heard it here first. Um, I also think that Gibbets is a great name for like a bartender. Don't you think? Gibbets. And because it also sounds like that word. We love riblets. Yes. We discussed. We do love Gibbets and riblets. There's a lot of kismet giblet riblet talk going on. Um, you know, I did get my passport renewed. It came nice. in the mail and I just, I'm going to dream about going to all these top bars in, in the world, uh, for sure. But what was the takeaway that America, we better get it together. Yeah. You better get our shit together. We only got two mentions within the top 30 of the of yeah. 50 named worldwide. Dante and then a, and then a bar in So two, yeah, two, Miami. two mentions. Oh no, no, no. Overall? I was wrong. There's oh, okay. a third, uh, Cantana Kitten in New York City. Um, yeah, that's all I'm seeing. Oh God, there's a bar called Two Schmucks in Barcelona. Barcelona. Um, that I want to go to as well. Yeah, I want to go to all the places. I just miss traveling a whole lot, and I think that that's what this list makes me wonder about. But um, yeah, I I was able to Facetime with you know I have family in the Netherlands. We like found family uh, on my dad's side like late in life which were very distantly related but they want to have a relationship with their American bloodline and we really like them and and it's it's just it's a funny long story where basically like my second or third cousin I guess on the Van Poplin side Bart like he's a world traveler and he and his family they like they were in New York City looked me up because they're like she is our relative and was like let's see her do comedy and like showed up out of the blue and because my my dad famously has no siblings his parents have been dead for a really long time like the van poplin bloodline 
in America mm-hmm. is very diminished. It's mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. It's me and I'm not it's having dwy. any kids. It's dwied up. It's very dwied. <laughs> um, and to have actual homeland family uh, show up and rep and be like, we're interested in you. We accept and love you. We are family, you know? And then I kind of pass this info on to my father. We did deeper research. We connected everyone. So then my mom and dad, like on one of their Europe trips, like went out of their way to then meet the extended family. My dad and his like second cousins removed, they are fucking twins. Wow. Our bloodline is crazy. When they were sending me pictures, I was on the fucking floor. I, I love that's like a I this that's like the that's like a parent trap situation. That's like a I, I well like a Hans Christian Anderson. I don't well, know. We're like you and it's such a big deal because my 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 dad doesn't have family. And to late in life meet people who are like, oh my God. You look like, like me. Van Poplin family. You look like me. It's it's very sweet and cute. And the fact that late in life we are cultivating, you know, cultural sort of like uh just like let's it doesn't matter how far on the family tree we are actually removed the point is we are fostering relationship which feels really great and that was a long story short to be like we were like let's come to the netherlands asap <laughs> like travel bans are all in place again for yeah. a little bit so the, the goal is i think by the, by the spring yes we absolutely want to go see the van poplins i love it in denbosch in denbosch um i can't wait for it what a fun little i don't know cozy holiday right? like story to hear um you guys we're not doing server submitted stories this week we're going to take just a little break um we have a few but of course we always need more of those server submitted stories yes uh holiday season is a uh, upon us so if you have anything fun to send our way holiday like, related or not yeah like a ha ha horror story <laughs> from the holidays <laughs> a good heartwarming story what's going on currently you know have you blown your brains out listening to only Christmas music absolutely at, at work is Omicron like inhibiting your job right now are people are you not as busy as you thought you were gonna be or how about this if like the idea of writing an entire story is daunting like just check in with us we love to you know read anything that's like a comment like a tweet type thing just anything you want to share you do not have to commit yourself yeah, to like hit us up send us a creative voicemail. writing we'll, we'll play your voicemail on air yeah you know? someone was trying to send us a voicemail yeah, call and it in. didn't come through I was like do it I was like can you keep your story to one to two minutes and then she was like oh I don't know <laughs> so then didn't send a voicemail but yeah guys we want to hear from you this time of year especially we adore you get some stories in before the end of the year uh, and send them either via DM Mm -hmm. or to sideworkpod at gmail.com. Awesome. Um, And right now we are going to get in. We had some really fun chats with Victoria Canty like we were talking about before. Uh, And we're going to dive in and chat all things punch. Punch. Holiday punch. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We have such a 
fantastic holiday special treat and guest. Um, she's already been on the show previously. Yeah. What's talking up? about I'm back. Yeah. There she is. She's already talking. She is. Oh my God. Please welcome back Victoria Canty. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi, Victoria. It's so great to be here. Yeah, you were on uh, during the spring when we were talking about, you know, becoming like a brand ambassador, a beverage rep, an ambassador for. Because you yourself yeah. are an ambassador. She's a duchess of drink. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did I say the joke about how I have my own license plate in the last episode? No, I don't oh, no. Let's do. Yeah, do I have. Tell a, I mean, it's just that's the joke is that I'm an ambassador. So I get like a fancy license plate uh, and I can park yeah. wherever I want. It's like, I don't. is it like, is it like getting a pink Cadillac if you sell enough Mary Kay? Is it the same sketch? Oh, no, I think it's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, to remind you, Victoria works with lo-fi aperitifs, which if you haven't noticed, we've been, um, there's going to be a little more appearances of lo-fi aperitif going on on the podcast for the next couple of episodes because we've partnered with them. They're a brand we believe in. We love their product. Victoria's our friend. It was just a natural Very mashup natural. that Very was going to happen. And we're having a whole lot of fun testing out drink recipes. Um, and, and we're just, we're really happy to be chatting about it today. And, you know, uh, I want to say, uh, we're all sitting in the same room together. It's so <laughs> nice. We are boosted. I'm like giddy are about boxed. it. We are boosted <laughs> AF. I'm like podcasting once again from a big comfy, comfy chair. It feels so great to have yeah. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, you're just leaning on the lamb skin, your old sheep skin right behind you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I could reach out and touch someone right now if I wanted to. That's all oh, I'm saying. Oh, they're touching. <laughs> if my name was Faith, you could be like, uh, I reached out and touched Faith. Yes, but exactly. Anyway. Um, but today, you know, Victoria, we wanted to chat with you about um, some really fun holiday punch history and like making punches during the holiday season. There's so many options out there. There's Chilled punch, milk punch, mold wine, hot wine, sludge is a new <laughs> term. It's a new one to me. Sludge. Yep. The, I mean, this is just punch really, I feel like this is the time of year for bartenders, mixologists to really go wild with what I consider to be um, delectable sort of indulgent ingredients that are a little bit extra. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Those wind drinks mm -hmm. are allowed to be really extra. Yeah, totally. I I completely agree. I have a lot of decadent ingredients that I won't mention. Um, <laughs> they're slightly embarrassing, but I don't really care. I'm just not going to tell anybody. <laughs> I don't even know where you're going yeah, with this. Yeah, don't don't worry. Don't worry, we're staying on track with lo-fi. You know, yeah, like girl, creamy, this is a no, like a judgment-free ingredient zone. Like a creamy, jingly, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm not yeah. trying to tell everybody about it, but I like it on the side. Oh, you like the oh I, I like the trashy stuff. Yeah, you were like, Can I have a chocolate oh. martini? Could I have a chocolate yeah. situation? Got it. I was like, I don't Do you have a cocaine problem? No, What's no, going no. on? Are you, Opposite. What are you confessing to us right now? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to be so weird about it. I was like, you were being a little too subtle. Yeah. Um, when, when ambassadors are like real people too, I think is the segment that we exactly. go into. I know. You know what? There I got is caught the, with the white Russian in my hand. Exactly. Dude, white Russians are fucking delicious. Like that's yeah. the thing. And you can make refined different ones like that's the fun of the beauty of it I think is like being in the service industry is like you know what you like then you twist it you make yep. it better you know what I mean yeah it's like reverse 
diabetes or something. Yeah, totally. That's exactly it. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> anyway, so I know I shouldn't have that on um, the record. <laughs> let's 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 start. Let's get this like punch bowl filled, if you will. Right. What about the origins of punch? You were talking. You know the origins of punch. Yeah. So I made this punch for us, um, which we'll probably talk about in a little bit, but. When we were talking about cocktails to do for this thing, I thought, oh, punches are so fun. They're so holiday inspired. But also, um, you know, punch is uh, the word punch comes from, I guess it's like a Sanskrit word, but Mm -hmm. it's spelled P-A-A-N-S-C-H. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fact mm-hmm. check. Punch. Yeah. Punch. Yeah. And it basically means five. Okay. So five is alluding to five flavor profiles that you would find in a punch in theory. So there's a lot of like twists and turns and paths that people take mm-hmm. with punch. But originally punch was sort of this, it's almost like tiki inspired stuff. I mean, not, not the era, but that's what people think of are those like spiced flavors, citrus, sweetness, all that kind of stuff. So, um, there is five, basically there's spirit, sugar, citrus, spice, and water. Nice. So it's, you know, it's, it's loose, but it's also a great roadmap yeah. to start with. Um, and so we, we worked on a really fun one that has all of those elements and more. And I think it's a really fun thing to do at the holidays because obviously spice is something that shows up a lot. I love it. Um, it just feels like such a hug for your insides. I love a punch. <laughs> it's, I really do love a punch. And what did we name our punch, guys? Oh, we uh, named it Jingle Juice. Duh. A little Hello. Jingle Juice. <laughs> See what happens when you put three smart babes together? <laughs> Jingle uh, juice. After a little bit of punch has been consumed, we're like, jingle juice. Um, I did some research on punch as well. I want Ooh, you guys go. to oh, know. Extra credit for Andrea. <laughs> the first known written reference to punch appeared in a letter sent on the 28th of September, 1632, uh, by this guy, Robert Adams, who was stationed in India and worked for the British East India Company. So it was definitely like... I think that, yeah, the, yeah, colonization equals punch, apparently. Um, but but I think what happened was they had these spirits, and from what I understand, it's like they were kind of like, we don't we don't want this anymore. We want this to taste more like wine. And so they were kind of trying to make the spirits taste like wine again mm-hmm. and like souring it up with fresh citrus that was available in India. And then you kind of go from there. And then this a punch sensation started from there you know because then you've got your citrus going into uh drinks in india to help protect from scurvy so i think it was just a natural way to ward off the elements and also party hardy (laughs) yeah and it's interesting you're talking about wine and things like that because lo-fi is essentially a fortified wine Mm -hmm. and some of that history is basically like wine infused with botanicals equals vermouth so just circling, doing full well, circle on like that flavor profile is kind of interesting. Which and you for didn't even me, know I was gonna say that. because like <laughs> th- this is a learning learning moment for me as well. Because I'm sitting here going like, oh, what an interesting twist when you're telling me no, it's actually the origin, and a lot of these spirits kind of got away from it. Where lo-fi is bringing it back to where it it's, it's all the origin started. where it all started. Yeah, and it's a, it's yeah. a f- it's a funny thing because we are, but we aren't. So our thing is that we really love the um, we love the origin story of vermouth. We love European stuff where they've like, you know, someone's got a key to some recipe in a cave and no one ever knows and all these things <laughs> like those folklore tales. And also, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of there's a lot of truth to it, but we like 
to be transparent and take all the idea of all of that and we put a California twist on the whole thing. Yeah. So very, very California for us. Um, and it's sort of the new way of enjoying uh, that style of spirit with well, our California backyard. Because prior to getting an education from you and lo-fi, <laughs> there's no world in which I would have just ever poured like vermouth on someone's bar right? into a glass and think that that's good on its own or a t- simple two ingredient drink. I- it would never cross my mind. And then suddenly you're introduced to these lovely lo-fi products where you're like, okay, not only can they not sit on your bar for 18 years, they need to be consumed and refrigerated because they're like yeah. they're so real, fresh, fresh amazing yeah. botanicals. Or keep them around and cook with them. Make those muscles, There we baby. go. And e- even you going back to like your, you know, you love your chocolate martini. Like it, the, the, <laughs> it's the same so kind bad. of thing where it's like, yeah, I've made punches at home before, but it's always like use grenadine, use Oof. like orange Diabetes. juice, use all these things that are, it's too sweet, it's too much. Mm-mm. And these keep it really light. Um, I want you guys guys to know that there's a little more research and history oh, I did Andrea, on punch and I just I just want to say this one thing that punch became the choice drink for English aristocrats for like hundreds of years to come after this and there's accounts of like punch bowls becoming basically like the fucking accessory to have I mean we all know well, what a nice punch bowl is like y- to have you know that you're a drink that holds some weight yeah. when everyone designs glassware around you yeah. you know yeah. or in this case a bowl yeah, you need a whole shelf to facilitate said bowl. And mm-hmm. which, by the way, Victoria ordered a gorgeous punch gorgeous. bowl that she's going to keep for all time. Yeah, it's amazing looking. It's a modern, it's a modern twist on one like lo-fi. So there's uh-huh. accounts of the rich, the very rich <laughs> in English rich, commissioning punch bowls so large that three children could play in them at any <laughs> and given did they? time. I mean, that's just that. <laughs> That's how you mix the juices. Yeah, yeah. You just get those kids in there wrestling around in the punch. That's how flavors. Don't pee in the pool. I I I went to Melbourne once, and uh, there's an entire area in Melbourne called Punch Lane. And I don't know if there's any historical significance, but I just felt like letting you all know I've traveled to Australia. I love, I love it. (laughs) So before we get into like other holiday drinks whether they be milky or sludgy or hot or whatever should we like quickly we yes. want to quickly give us the rundown oh, you of guys want to know about the this jingle punch we made? juice the old this, jingle juice listen we, we went all out there's like an accompanying video we've really gone for it we want you all to learn how to make this delicious yeah jingle juice visual audio like we've done all the all the <laughs> mediums to get it out there we were stoked that's and for we, sure we absolutely got a little jingled i had a <laughs> I had a not awesome Friday the next day, but that's my fault. Food poisoning, hadn't eaten much, got jingled. Doesn't go with food poisoning. No, 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 nor does much in the punch not categories. Much. No, you're, you're supposed to be sipping broth for eight days. And instead Maybe. I was like, fuck it. I'm together with you guys. Let's eat some Thai food and, and drink a fortified punch. Maybe you got rid of your scurvy that you didn't know you had. Oh. And just were left over, you know? Very true. I it's do. Possibility. You never I, know. I come at alcohol from a, a medicinal standpoint, you guys. I was treating the symptoms. You're in the last century. I was yeah. not indulging in beverage. Hibiscus okay? is very anti-inflammatory. You don't have yeah, to tell girl. me. You look great. Oh, All right. So t- tell us about this. Okay. Punch. So our jingle juice is um, 
pretty like California inspired. So we were just talking about Lo-Fi a little bit. Lo-Fi is not to do the plug-in, but Lo-Fi is from California. Mm -hmm. We have California ingredients in there. It's all natural stuff. And so the way that I and I think the whole team at Lo-Fi likes to lean in is to make things that also taste all natural and really good. And if they're California inspired, it just like, you know, it leans in a little bit, which is great. And I mean, here we are. Yeah. AF right here. So it worked. Um, and what I did with this one is I looked around and I was like, oh, why don't we use California sparkling wine, California winter citrus, things that are you know, holiday-esque, but not as intense as like a chocolate peppermint martini. Exactly. <laughs> right. Which but, there's a time and place for. Yes, yeah, of course. And if place. Brooke, I got to say, if Brooke can drink my punch on food poisoning vibes, like that's pretty good sign. <laughs> oh, I, I was more than happy to. Please don't she do that wrong. I'm going to do my night. goddamn job. <laughs> I'm being paid for this. Uh, also, you blew my mind. We were talking earlier that pineapple is a winter fruit. I was going to bring that Isn't up. Isn't that weird? It blew my mind, too. I was, like, looking around because I, I wanted to use it, but I was trying to be really strategic about all my winter stuff. And I was like, winter fruits in California. What are they? And it was like, pineapple. And I was wow. like, amazing. That's perfect. <laughs> so I, who knew? We I just always know. think of the tropics, but even mm -hmm. in the tropics, there is winter seasons. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, oh. I don't know. I was surprised, too. I mean, maybe it's just like an all year round thing. And every season they're like, oh, my God, pineapple is this season too. back in season. Who knew? <laughs> Who knows? Well, I didn't I know love, you go that far. I love winter fruit and ham on my pizza. <laughs> same. Hey, same. <laughs> but I also have to add jalapenos or banana peppers. <laughs> I can't just have ham and pineapple together. What about a gross maraschino cherry? Don't you mean Ooh. spring nightshades? Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, can I just uh, uh, winter citrus and spring nightshades on my pizza? Thank you. Thank you. What is just, inflammatory and, then, and, then, and what isn't? And then the uh, the person working the phone at Domino's just hangs up on you. Um. <laughs> and then it cuts to this, another sad night for Brooke on the couch because nobody understands no one, her. No. I wanted to watch my Domino's pizza tracker. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, um, jingle jangle juice all the way. We're not oh even drinking boy. jingle juice right now, oh but no feels like it. This is pretty how how. Yeah, that. That's how I'm feeling. Um, pretty close to what we were doing the other night, giggling on the couch yeah. with the jingle juice. Um, but anyway, sorry, long winded run around to if you want I can talk to you a little bit about hey beat us to the, the punch, recipe okay? yeah, yeah. <laughs> no she did it did you guys hear that did you hear that um all right fine I'll do it uh so basically this punch you'll see and ha you'll have a lot of information about this so I'm just going to kind of run through but it's pretty simple. Uh, we are doing a whole bottle of Lo-Fi Gentian Amaro. Our Amaro is pink. It's really beautiful and really fun from hibiscus. So a naturally pink thing happening there. We have a little bit of grapefruit. We have a little bit of ginger. Gentian is the bitter thing, so it's mm -hmm. bittersweet. Um, but it's really, really mellow in terms of Amaro. So we get a whole bottle of that. We're like balancing that out with winter pineapple. <laughs> Uh, same like same amount, so about twenty five ounces of that actually. Um, I threw in some sherry. So California does have sherry grapes, okay. but we're not allowed to call them that anymore. Oh, so it's kind of an interesting thing. So like we uh, actually, our lo-fi sweet has California cream sherry in it. Okay, so, okay, sneaky. We had we got grandfathered in because we still we had grapes before they like 
made the rule that it could only come from Spain. Um, but California technically does have sherry. So even though this oh. one wasn't from here. What is it called here? Like Stephanie? I think it's actually called Mission Grapes. <laughs> oh, oh Mission yes. Grapes? Pretty, okay. pretty of sure course, it's Mission of course. Grapes. Which is like, yeah, like goes back. Yeah, they like. These are Debbie's. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Mission Grapes. But uh, Terry, have you, have you, have you tried the Terry? I'm on the spot. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so there is sherry here. And even though this is not from there, I took inspiration from that and used some Amontillado sherry. Okay. Um, I did Meyer lemon juice because mm-hmm. Meyer lemons are all around it's, and they're great. And they're so heavenly. They are. They're so much sweeter than like the average lemon. But I do love a sour lemon and guy. The way they the way times. they flower, because I, I, yeah. I, God bless, I, you know, let's pour some out from my old Meyer lemon tree in my old house. But Aww. just it also has a floral note to it. Totally. You know, it's, it's a really cool perfumey lemon. I love it. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good man, Charlie Brown. Peanuts Christmas plug-in. So then we put some spice syrup in there. So I made some with cinnamon and cloves. But, you know, again, I think this is a road or a, like a, you know a starting point it's a road map you mm-hmm. can take a scenic view if you want so this is else. a simple syrup what you're talking yeah, about yeah a simple syrup so, so so if people aren't familiar and it's a very simple syrup i think people get it but like you walk us through what, it, yeah, what it's totally. like yeah totally so this one is um essentially what i did was i boiled cinnamon sticks and cloves in mm-hmm. water so um break them up you can do you can get really technical about this you don't have to do that though um i think if you're a bartender out there, you're going to know how to make this. So right. you do you on your spice journey. Yeah. Do but, your little like, <laughs> yeah, chemist don't feel setup, scared. You know, um, I think the main thing uh, is to if you have the time to let these things steep like cinnamon and cloves, leave them in there, like boil it up, leave them in there for a really long time. And I mean, you know, boiling for me, I did 20 minutes, but I also left them in there for like right. the whole day. Yeah. And then when it was time for me to make the sugar, I just like heated it back up again. I strained out the spices and then I put equal parts sugar in mm-hmm. with the water. Nice. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's a pretty simple. <laughs> Hello. Yes. It's a pretty simple, simple syrup. syrup. And it sounds like, oh my God, how do I do that? But it's, it's really, hard. yeah. And, and that is like, that is sort of like simple syrup 101. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For most things you can, you can kind of make simple syrup. Any flavor you want, yeah. any flavor. you just have to play with it. It's like uh, tea. Like you would, mm-hmm. you could steep. You could even do a simple twist and put like a chai tea bag in there. You know what I mean? I love. Or maybe this. two. Like how much? However, whatever flavor you want to really burst in this right. simple syrup needs to go in the water, and the sugar right. sort of like stabilizes the whole thing and makes it. And I have done, you know, last year I I did like a sour cherry simple syrup mm. and I did dried sour cherries and let it sit for days and days and then strain that. Yeah, great job. Um, there's a lot of simple syrup that gets made at my house because uh my husband Brian, <laughs> who you guys all know, likes to feed the hummingbirds and so he makes hummingbird food yeah, at, make at least every other week and hummingbird well, that water. Is the cutest mm-hmm. thing I've ever mm-hmm. heard in my life. Yeah, it's pretty darn cute. You reminded me to fill my hummingbird feeder. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so cute. Okay, so then what happens after this? Oh yeah, I was like, where are we? Um, I know. I was like, we are, we're keeping track. <laughs> so then after all that, you, so you're gonna put all that stuff in the punch okay. bowl. Okay. And so essentially, um, you want to make a big ice cube. You can put if you don't have time for this, or you can't do anything to like make it happen, or you forget. You know, like that almost happened to me at our video shoot. Um, it takes a long time, so you're gonna have to do it overnight. 
but you can use your ice at home. Like you can just put all the it's ice not the in end there. Of the world. It's not the end of the world. It's going to dilute more and quicker, but who cares? Like that's fine. Yeah. Um, this is like, this is like an ice iceberg dead ahead for your punch. Yeah. For right? sure. Okay. So what I say is grab whatever you've got cake pan wise. Mm-hmm. That's a great option. So probably like six to 10 inches wide. Like and like a round ring. one, like a pound yeah, cake Yeah, or a square. Or like, okay, you know, square whatever square. you're feeling, man. Yeah, you know, a I bunt, had a, a I was going to say there's heart-shaped cakes. There's oh. all kinds of, you could do a star, you could do whatever. You could do two of them if you wanted two different, like wow. a star and a heart or something. I don't know, maybe you have a Christmas tree, whatever it is. You will just put that water in the mold. And then what I like to do is make it fancy and put like cranberries and studded, you know, citrus and things like that in there. So you have this iconic ice cube sitting in there no matter what. Cool. That goes in. So then you're going to give it a big old stir and pour in your sparkling wine and pour in your sparkling water. So that's sort of like integrating, but it gives it like a bubbly, fizzy Mm -hmm. moment. And then you just like layer that thing up with winter citrus I did a bunch of wheels. We did blood oranges. We did regular oranges, tangerines, anything that was winter citrus. And granted, none of that was like, besides the Meyer lemons were in mm-hmm. that punch, but it just adds infusion of like more citrus flavors totally. and without the actual juice. And it's pretty as hell. It's so it's cute. eye-catching. <laughs> yeah. Like you wouldn't believe it like, was. Garnet people are going to flip their shit like, when you see you've made this. Yeah. And it's really good. I think it's really clean. There's a lot happening with pineapple and sherry. The Amaro gives it this bittersweet and whole, like this pink thing with all these botanicals. And then who doesn't love like bubbles and lemon? You know, it's yeah, just kind of like always. a staple. And it's a And it's a little sneaky. You mm-hmm. do get, I was. <laughs> jingled? Yes. Yeah, I, I was pretty, I was, was feeling a little so jangled. giggly and losing yeah. my place. And I'm usually a fairly controlled, uh, you know, a, a person who knows when they've hit, you know, like their limit with their drink. And this was really new to me. And I was like, I feel stupid. Yeah. Um, but in a in a accepted and non-judgmental way. Oh yeah. Okay. We had a lot of fun with it. It, it was, was so definitely fun. not a crossover punch, that's for sure. Oof. You were just jingled. You were like yep. having a good old time. Exactly. Um so before we hold on. Um, so that sounds amazing. And I want us to also talk a little bit more about some other holiday yeah. mixes, punches. Like, let's just talk about eggnog. <laughs> let's talk. Are you a fan it. of eggnog? I mean, so you this were vegan for a bit. I I'm, was vegan. You were probably drinking all like the kind of sad. Like, well, I, oh, the I soy feel like there's that. No, I like the oat one. <laughs> oat, I, I could do. see. Oat, eggnog I could is see. definitely delicious. It is really that's like one of those really slutty things I was talking about that I'm like, I do like it though. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't really, it's kind of like, um, like I don't order fries at the table because I know I'll eat them. So uh-huh. I don't buy it. Oh, it's, it's, a, I wait till a certain day yeah. in the year in De- or well, a certain day in the month in December. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just sort of like, I can have this in the house for one week because yeah. I will put it in coffee. Yeah. I will just make a midday nog with some bourbon in it. Totally. Um, I just love nog. I love nog season. I love a nog too, but where, where do you hear this? <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. So most people agree that eggnog originated from early medieval, an 
an early medieval British drink called posset, which was made with hot milk that was curdled with wine or ale and then flavored with spices. So in the Middle Ages, posset was used as a cold or flu remedy. Um, So it was was a very popular drink. That's going to be a no from me, dog. Yeah, right? (laughs) Love it, good. Love a good curdle. It reminds me of like you remember like the dumb shots you could do called the cement mixer. Yeah, where you put like Bailey's in one fifty one, shake it up, and it curdle in your mouth. So the, it's like was the that. brain one. There was but like, like a brain shot too. I go on evil remedy. Not not your mother's eggnog, which typically does consist of, I believe, cinnamon, mm-hmm. obviously sugar, mm-hmm. milk, eggs nutmeg you know and then with or without booze but i think booze is the point like i mean yeah if i'm gonna drink all that put rum in it put whiskey in it it would be really good with sweet vermouth actually oh uh, yeah with our with our sweet vermouth uh, we our sweet vermouth is a little bit different it's it doesn't it's not a red vermouth it's just like uh it's got like all those spices in it too so it's a really good you could even split it with rum it's really fun so then we're moving like kind of on from eggnog to like one of your favorites which is milk punch right oh, i love milk punch yeah milk Ooh. punch is crazy though because it's not what it sounds. It is what it sounds like, but it's not what it it's sounds like. It's a southern. Like. It's like a southern thing, right? Well, it's a clarified punch. I don't know if you knew that. No, nope. so it's clear. So oh. the milk gets. Speaking of curdled, the milk gets curdled by citrus. Like the curd gets separated from the whey, yeah. essentially. Yeah, and so you're left with the proteins in there, but the milk is like the textured milk is gone. If you can see my face right now, it's, <laughs> Me one, too. it's just confused. It's I'm pondering. Yeah, I'm thinking. Make made this and served this so at a I, bar it's funny you would think that i would have made it but i've never had i personally have never had the opportunity to make milk punch with my own two hands people have made it around me we've made it at my bars all that kind of stuff but i've never done it so i know that there's a couple ways of doing it my friend max that's at gracias madre is actually doing a vegan version where he's using coconut milk which is really cool well, sure. that sounds so wonderful you can do a lot with it and there's several you can heat it you can there's all kinds of things, but mainly it's curdling the milk with citrus to get out the like whey. So it. you make a posset and then you separate the posset. <laughs> and then I mean, you, maybe, and, but there's in <laughs> your aunt it's dying often, from influenza. Yeah. And you make her take a bath in it. Well, this one's, yeah, I don't know. This one doesn't feel like a salmonella bowl. That one definitely does. <laughs> but typically, what is a milk punch? What kind of booze would you yeah, add you to it? Like rum. You can do a lot of things. You can do gin. You can do rum. Um, but rum is kind of like I think where most people land. And you put anise. You put you put anise. You put cinnamon. You put like a lot of spices in it. There's obviously a citrus element. Sure. Uh, and then it turns it. There's a there's a sugar part as well. Um, and that can be anything from like liqueurs to actual syrups. There's a lot of different, um, and just all the warming spices you yeah. can get, which actually are great because they warm you up because if you guys didn't know, and is, uh, cinnamon, all these warming spices are actually creating blood flow and circulation. So Girl, like I've been taking they're, my, they're getting, they're getting the heat coming I've been into your body. My turmeric, curcumin <laughs> and black pepper capsules. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you know, it reduces inflammation, makes you feel kind of warm and lovely inside. Yeah, and it gets uh, things, I always, I always say it like, like it like pushes out the bad and brings in the good, right? Mm-hmm. On a detox level. But in this, you're just bringing in num, 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 all the nums. good num, nums. Um, I love that. We should challenge ourselves to make a milk punch. I'm super interested. Yeah. And I mean, you could make, I guess you, 
it's funny. And now that I'm like, I feel like I need to backtrack a little bit because I guess you can make milk punch with milk, but most of it is clarified. Like if you go and you see it on a bar menu, it's not going to have milk in it. Like, like if you're going to be that person about it, you need to clarify it. Yeah, literally. Let me clarify something for you. The and milk that punch. I mean it's milk punch. <laughs> um, I mean, I've had milk punch only from like a friend who's from New Orleans and is like, this is what we drink. We eat like pralines she, and we put, drink like, milk punch. Real milk in it? Yeah, oh, he wow. absolutely did. It was kind of just like, yep, a little bit of skim well, and some and some rums and some, you know. I mean, that's not too far off from our a white Russian, yeah, you know, family. Very much so, same feels. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite out of all your years bartending? Um, a favorite winter drink, whether it be like a hot drink or a Ooh. cold drink. Oh my gosh, that is so hard to answer. Um. I feel, I feel the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's start there. I think I just have to. So I, I'm we like, definitely put you on the spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we can buy you some time. We can buy so you some time. There's also like hot and cold things. That's of like course. two things that I think I really like. Coquito. I don't know if you've ever had that. No. And I really like hot spiced things like mold wine mm-hmm. or hot toddies, that kind of thing. But I think that. My, I'm just like a really crazy for I'm really crazy for spiced things, but I can't have them all year because then I won't like them anymore by December or November. Right. So I or they don't they that. don't seem seasonal and special. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of the thing. I really love to lean into that stuff right at the end. Um, so hot toddies that are like have a twist on them, I think are great. I think mold wine is obviously really great. And if you want to like amp it up you can put spirits in there too mm-hmm. and i mean lo-fi actually makes a really great mold wine you can use a sweet or the amaro because mm-hmm. they're wine based oh yeah uh, so that's pretty great and then coquito is really cool it's just it's like a puerto rican it's kind of like eggnog but puerto rican but a puerto rican style and it's um coconut milk I sure. would prefer that, honestly. Yeah, it's a lot thinner. Or even really like nice. a like a boozy warm horchata sounds like as you know if you're doing like that's a Mexican basically version. what it is. Oh hell yeah! Um, it's pretty great. <laughs> um, sounds like a mudslide from TGI Fridays. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> so coquito is basically coconut nog. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't switching up my drinks there no. for a second in my brain. No, um, coquito is a Puerto Rican coconut nog. So that's like my vibe. What were you talking about? Lighter style milks like sure. eggs. It's <laughs> like it's well, lot. you know, but when Co- someone a coconut is really great when there's like egg whites in a drink. That's yeah, phenomenal. Fluffy. Yeah, right. There's, but then, but eggnog is the whole thing. It's the whole guy. It's a whole thing. It's a whole it's situation, a whole and it has a and it has a, a spicy Cheeto dusted wing. Yeah, that you that you. <laughs> that's the new nog. That's the right. new, new nog. Applebee's nog. Some, some Applebee's Cheeto dusted wing. Is that a joke? Um, yeah, it's a huge joke. Well, the fact until that you put a floater of Mountain Dew on tap, then it's serious business. <laughs> you gave this girl some tickles dry cider, it. and she's <laughs> out of her mind. Um, tickles your innards. That's I what know. they used to say about that. Ooh, it's so good, but it makes me think too. When we do go get a uh, tiki drink together, you turn me on to. Um, are they chichis? Yeah, yeah, chichis are like made with vodka instead of rum. Yeah, and Coconut you could be cream. like chichi. Do you yeah. love me? I would yeah. Die. Oh, yeah. 
any drink named after boobs, I'm there for. I almost said I was like, was that drink called a tata? Yeah, I'm like, I mean, no, 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 chi chi, okay, chi chi or cha cha. Anyways, uh, amazing. Well, Victoria, thank you so yes. much for stopping by and sharing the amazing lo-fi punch recipe with us. We hope we didn't overwhelm everybody <laughs> with our punch talk today. I know, and like, it's like. Santa is actually coming up to the driveway right now with my living Christmas tree that I rented. Amazing. It's so amazing. Isn't it hilarious is that we have to like cut the end of this podcast short <laughs> yeah. because Christmas is at your front door? It's a holiday miracle. <laughs> um, but you guys, please, really, um, Victoria, if you want to just end the podcast, letting people know where they can find Lo-Fi. Yeah. Share this with all your co-workers on your shift or all of your crazy family members by going to your local Whole Foods <laughs> in uh, <laughs> California, or you can uh, go to our website, lofiaperitifs.com and look at uh, the zip code section, put okay. that in there and you'll be able to find stores. We have a lot of really awesome boutique stores around town that do delivery and things. It's, we, they have all the expressions, but um, follow us at lofi aperitifs on instagram for all kinds of recipes and of course the side work one will be up really soon amazing all right you guys until then godspeed good tips happy holidays and we'll talk to you soon bye-bye